Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. 11.35 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. A couple more voicemails we want to get to. Of course, if you want to contribute, the number 317-684-8444. And uh, here's an interesting phone call from Paul. And he uh, used to be a former talk show host in Dayton. Oh, how exciting. So I can't remember exactly what he said, but Uh I knew I was impressed because he was from Dayton. Yeah. And he's a former talk show Absolutely. host. Um, so I know he had a comment about the mayor's race here in Indy and also had a comment about Mike Johnson, the new Speaker of the House. My reason for calling is that, yes, we keep knocking both the mayoral candidate and the mayor. But the problem is, if the mayoral candidate doesn't get elected, we've got four more years of Joe Hogsett in Indianapolis. And that ain't good for anybody. At least getting the other candidate elected people, if they get involved, aha, can help. I was really impressed by the man and woman that went out and surveyed uh, the Martinsville neighborhoods. And I was absolutely scared by the 8% who are actively (laughs) involved. Okay, not uh, a comment on the speaker, but on the survey. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty interesting that they went out there and did that. They called back and said that they're going to try yeah. that again and actually see if they can get people more actively involved. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, again, it's kind of like a broken record thing at this point. If your vote is going to be based on, well, this guy might only be 99% bad as the other guy, then you're going to vote how you're going to vote. Uh, I refuse to do that anymore. I've seen it enough. It never gets any better. And this is why we keep getting. Terrible candidates who behave. I mean, Jefferson Shreve's gun proposal is so egregious because it's blatantly unconstitutional. He's not a stupid man. He knows that. It's blatantly illegal. He's not a stupid man. He knows that. He knows how the legislative process works. He knows the mayor of Indianapolis is not going to waltz down there and convince these guys to do something different. Mm -hmm. And so he's an unserious person. Do you think that knowing that it's unconstitutional, that that's just pandering? Sure. That's what I'm saying. And so he will then pander Mm -hmm. on big ticket items and he won't be tough and he won't get in the mud and do the stuff necessary to fix the city that's why i say there's no difference okay we got another phone call somebody wanted to comment we had a conversation about joe biden lying and gaslighting and manipulating he does that quite a bit yeah and somebody called with a comment about that hello you were speaking earlier about joe biden lying I have found what I believe a very easy and foolproof method to tell when he is lying. Joe Biden lies whenever his lips move. (laughs) We need the rim shot from Kevin. Bring your drum set in. Didn't Nice joke. Okay, one more phone call, and uh, this is from Mailman Paul, and he wanted to comment about Mike Johnson, the new Speaker of the House. Hey, Rob, Casey. This is Mailman Paul. I guess I should be saying Casey because he answered these now. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, I just watched that speaker, Mike Johnson's speech. Very impressive to me. Don't know anything about him, but wow, I could see. <laughs> I could see in a few more years, president material just in the way he spoke today. Isn't that amazing? Never heard of this guy. 
don't know who he is, heard him speak one time, he can make a coherent sentence, and all of a sudden he's presidential material. Well, people do this all the time, Casey. I mean, it's like, remember in 2012, I know it was a long time ago, but Chris Christie was the opening night speaker at the Republican convention, and everybody said... Wow, we wish Christie had been the nominee. Wow, that guy's great. He's totally going to be the front runner for 2016. I can totally see him. And then the guy just turned into a loser and a zero and totally imploded. It's like, you just you can't, I have faith in none of these people anymore. Well, I feel like the bar has been set so low that when you see someone who can talk and seems like they have conviction and they're in command, you're so impressed. You want to elevate them right away. To the presidency. Yeah. And then we're desperate for leadership and we're desperate for something different. And like, just slow down with this guy. We have no idea what he's going to do or how he's going to operate. Let's just give him a few months and then we'll we'll circle back. How about that? Okay. Well, let's let's actually hear what he has to say. Here's uh, Donald Trump, who was very happy about it. He said, get it done. Get it done fast. He's congratulating Mike Johnson for becoming speaker. I just want to congratulate Mike Johnson. He will be a great speaker at the House, and we were very happy to help. I've known him for a long time. He's a tremendous leader. A tremendous man comes from a wonderful place, Louisiana. He's going to be, uh, he's going to make us all proud. So at this time yesterday, nobody was thinking of Mike. And then we put out the word, and now he's the speaker of the House. So I want to just... Uh, Thank all of the supporters that I have. I want to thank all of the supporters that Mike has. And again, he'll be a great speaker. I think you can be very proud of him. Thank you, everybody. So Donald Trump just said, we put out the word. And He's taking credit for it. Yeah. So is is he putting himself in that soup? Is he is he part of the we? Or does he mean the Republican Party? Well, but this is the problem. He thought Kevin McCarthy was great and he should you should pick him because he said nice things about me. He thought Jim Jordan was great. He taught he thought this guy was great. I mean, like what these people are nothing alike and yet you just think everyone's great. So what what is that what does any of it mean anymore, Casey? Okay, well here's Mike Johnson, who is the fifty-sixth Speaker of the House, says the first thing that he'll do is support Israel. He has a great voice, by the way. Our nation's greatest ally in the Middle East is under attack. The first bill that I'm going to bring to this floor in just a little while will be in support of our dear friend Israel, and we're overdue in getting that done. So they did pass that resolution, and uh, he also called for an end to the crisis at the southern border. And while he was talking and saying all of this, of course, the entire Republican side of the House stood up and clapped. Uh, The Dems sat there, didn't move at all. We, We have a catastrophe at our southern border. The Senate and the White House can no longer ignore the problem. From Texas to New York, wave after wave of illegal migrants are stressing our communities to their breaking points. We we know that our streets are being flooded with fentanyl, and all of our communities, children, and even adults are dying from it. The status quo is unacceptable. Inaction is unacceptable, and we must come together and address the broken border. We have to do it. So I think he's telling you a little bit about what his agenda is going to be. Yeah. Did you see that that uh, story about Central Indiana getting back into the indoor football game? I did see this, and this is very did interesting. Did there used to be to an indoor football team? There did used to be an indoor football team. They were called the uh, the Firebirds, 
And actually, the first radio station I ever worked at, which was WKLU in Brownsburg, actually used to run the Firebird games. Did the, you have to run the board during those the, games? I did a couple of times. <laughs> I was very young. I was 18, mm-hmm. 19 years old or whatever mm-hmm. that was. It's been 20 years ago now. But uh, they were, uh, I don't know if they were, what, the Arena Football League, I think. Yeah, I remember Maybe. they were Arena Football. Yeah, and they were, I mean, it's like any, look, minor league sports, unless unless it's someplace like the Indians, where the ballpark is the attraction. Mm-hmm. The Indians, it doesn't matter who's on the team it changes from week to week it doesn't matter you're going for the ballpark the experience oh this guy's on the team now oh great yay go indians yeah unless you have something like that minor league sports is it's a very hard road to make work now unless you can get a you know a freebie stadium like the mad ants did mm-hmm. but like with the mad ants it's an affiliate of and it's part of why my major, it's a feeder team it's why minor league baseball is so successful you know if you're a fan of the cubs and you go see the iowa cubs there's a chance you're gonna see that guy in the major in a couple of years and you're going to see them on, on Marquee Sports Network, etc. Uh, Mad Ants are a little bit like that in the sense of these guys are guys that will play sporadically for the Pacers, maybe some of them two or three mm-hmm. years down the road. But like with minor league football, it's just so hard because the overwhelming majority of these guys are never even going to sniff the NFL. So what's your, what's your compelling reason to have buy-in to minor league football you bring up a really great point i've actually seen that because the south bend silverhawks yeah they did okay yeah. but when they switched over and became the south bend cubs mm-hmm. oh boy because then you've got all the merch yep. that matches the chicago yep. cubs and all of those fans can get in on that and it really makes it a bigger event for a lot of people so this fishers based team it's not going to launch until 2025 and they're going to play their home games at the Under Construction Fishers Event Center. Taxpayer funded, Casey! Hey, Abdul's going to join us next. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Hey!